Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here, and I am so happy to finally be sitting down to give you a rundown and my favorite juiciest tips and lessons that I took away from the Conscious Leader Retreat. Man, we have a lot to talk about. I'm actually, so, okay, as you listen to this, it's been two weeks since I've returned from the retreat. And I had planned on recording this sooner. And I'm really glad that I, it really wasn't the right time until just now. And of course, there's always a reason why. And I know that the reason why is because I think if I had tried to sit down and talk about this before, like really integrating and, and taking the time to rest and recover and reflect from my emotional hangover and just like my emotional highs from the trip. I just, this, who knows what this podcast would be. It would just be all over the place. So now like I've had some time, I've had some rest. Like I said, I've reflected, I've talked a lot about it, and now I can come to you much more succinct and with a lot of clarity now two weeks removed from this. I will say when I was flying home from this retreat, I felt changed. I felt totally different on the flight home. So I had two flights and one was a three and a half hour flight, which is pretty good flight. And typically on the flight, I would either sleep or I would listen to music or, you know, watch a show. Like I would totally, that's, that's a great opportunity just to relax. Cause what else are you going to do? I don't really love working on planes personally. And I was exhausted. Like it's wild because this whole retreat and all so many of us felt the same way, but you know, a lot of us traveled to get there really, really early in the morning or, you know, had to take red eyes and we got there and then our days started pretty early as well. So we never really had an opportunity to like catch up on sleep. So we were all running on four or five hours of sleep each day, but our energy was through the roof. It was just, it was wild. And I know it was because of the content and the people and the energy. And of course that insane location, which we'll talk all about. But anyway, I was exhausted. So I was like, I'm totally going to sleep. But on this plane, I, I wrote, I journaled, Kelly sent us this and did I, okay. So disclaimer, side note, this is the second time I've tried to record this because I, I didn't like the first time I went through it. So if I haven't said this retreat was ran by Kelly Brock and, um, kind of co-hosted ish with Brittany Turner, who actually owns the Island that it was on. Okay. And, um, Kelly's right-hand woman, Kesley, she helped and she was like a large, large part of this as well, but that's who put it on. Um, and we'll talk more about that. But anyway, Kelly sent us these journal, this journal prompt, you know, for our trip home. And once we got home, which was essentially like a year from now, how are you going to be changed because of this? Like, how are you, all the things that you took from this retreat, all the things that you learned. And if you continue to implement them, how different is your life going to look in a year? And I took that prompt and I, I journaled out like four pages. And then I did this practice that Brittany gave us. And like the whole time on this plane, I was writing, which I've never done before. And anyway, I got home and I was like floating and I was patient and I was calm. <laughs> and Chris was like, you do seem different. And I kind of worried because, you know, when you 
you go, you know, you listen to like a really motivational speech or you experience something like a retreat or something like that. Like you do come home changed, like, but, but it, it's very temporary. You know, it's only a matter of time until reality sets back in. And then you kind of go back to your old habits and your old ways. And I've, I've done that many, many, many times. So I was really, really anxious that that was going to happen to me that eventually like this would wear off. And I can say two weeks later that some of it has, and I've been keeping myself in check, but most of it hasn't. So I'm just going to say I'm changed. (laughs) I'm just claiming it. Um, and we'll, and I know you're like, okay, I wasn't there. What does that mean? I promise you, I'm going to, I'm going to land it for you. You, you are going, I want you to walk away from this with some really, really tangible thoughts and um, an inspiration that you can take with you. Because while I would love for you to go to the retreat and experience what I did, I realized that's not accessible and possible for everybody. And that's why I wanted to record this. So before I go any further, I do want to be very clear that I am not affiliated with this program at all. I do not make a commission from any sales that come from my audience. I don't have like my own link or anything like that. Um, I am sharing this purely because it was one of the most life-changing experiences that I've had personally. Um, And I believe in it so much. And every woman that's come to me, you know, I've had clients that have come to me. I've had friends that have come to me. They're like, should I get on the wait list? Like, should I check this out? And I'm like, you must not, you should, but you must like, if you can do it, you should do it. And I, that comes from a pure place of like, yeah, everybody should experience this. The sooner, the better. That's, that's how much I believe in it. And that's how much it positively impacted me. So I just wanted to be clear because you're going to hear me talking and raving about this. And I just, if anybody's like a a little bit of a cynic like me, I don't want you to think that I'm getting paid for this because I'm not. So, okay. Anyway, again, like I said, hosted by Kelly Brock. Um, This is the conscious leader is her brand, her business. And Brittany Turner owns the private island that it was on. Okay, so the private island is called Buck Island. It's in the British Virgin Islands. Yes, she owns it. It is her home. And she partners with other business owners to host like joint host retreats in her home on occasion. She has like a few every year. And then... um you know, she, Kelly went to one of her retreats and then that's how this came about. They became friends and Kelly had the vision of, of hosting her own retreat on this Island. She actually told Brittany about it as an idea. And Brittany was like, well, like, cause she wanted Brittany to host it. And Brittany was like, why don't you host it with me? Like, why don't you do it? And I'll, I'll just give you the place or, you know, you can host it at the place. And it was a big deal and something that Kelly was really nervous about, but she went for it. She made it happen and it was to die for. And I will be having Kelly on the podcast again soon. She's already been on twice. She's been a dear friend of mine for 10 years, Um, but we're going to have her on again and we'll talk. We'll talk more about that. So anyway, British Virgin Islands, the most stunning location you've ever seen in your entire life, just like turquoise blue waters, palm trees, 80 degree weather the whole time. Insane. Just perfection. The house, the home, I'll, I'll link all the things. I'll link the wait list. I'll link, um, all of the pages that you should see to check this place out. I encourage you to do it just to get a feel for it. Um, it was so freaking perfect. And the location was, really what I think made the experience. I don't think it would have been the same if we had learned this information in a conference room. I think it would have been, you know, super powerful, but something about that location, it just had this whole element of healing and wellness 
that was insane. Um, and it, it just really took it next level and elevated everything. So we had these beautiful rooms with balconies and Brittany has this whole staff that was highly attentive and so respectful. And she hired private chefs to cook for us every single day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We had wellness shots all day, mocktails all day. It was perfect. And then each day there was a, like a wellness activity bright and early in the morning. So we did like yoga and breath work and we got to play with uh, the horses and ponies and freaking zebras that Brittany has saved from racetracks and um, like hunting resort places. And that was really cool. So like we start our day with a wellness retreat and then we had a beautiful breakfast and then we had a morning session either led by Brittany or Kelly. Then we would have lunch and some time to lay out or, you know, just walk around, get a massage, do whatever you wanted to do for a few hours. And then we would have an evening class hosted by Brittany or Kelly. And then we would have a themed dinner. And that we did that for how many nights was it? Uh, Three nights. So we came on a Friday. We had three full days and nights there. And then we all left on the following Tuesday. And like I said, just everything together. It was amazing. I'm trying to think if I need to share anything else before I get to these lessons, but I don't think I do because like I said, I'm going to have Brittany or I'm going to have Kelly on. I am trying to get Brittany on too, but she's literally in Ukraine saving orphans right now, which is another thing we'll talk about another date. Um, so I think that pretty much sums it up. It was life-changing to die for experience. Now in these sessions, like I said, we had two sessions a day with Kelly or Brittany. So like each day we would have, it'd be one from each one from Kelly, one from Brittany every single day. And these sessions were opportunities to learn opportunities to, you know, lots of journaling, lots of releasing, lots of vision casting and getting clear and clarity. And Brittany herself is a billionaire. Um, she started in real estate. She now has her own, her own foundation that again, supports, um, orphans, but also they, they go and they help disaster torn areas, you know, whether that be from a storm or war or war, So she has, and, and who knows what else? I mean, I'm sure she does many other things, but anyway, she, we had an opportunity to learn from her and how she has built the life and the businesses that she has, which by the way, she's my age, she's 34 years old and she's, she owns an Island, right? She's done all of these incredible things. I'm not even giving her full credit for. And, um, so yeah, we had an opportunity to learn from her and then Kelly took us to church every day too. And I just want to say I made, let me pull up my notes because I have this notebook at first, because in the plane, I, I wrote down all of my uh, my takeaways, I call it like lessons, takeaways, my favorite takeaways from this whole retreat from all three days. And there are two full pages. There's like over 20 points that I pulled from all of my notes from all three days. So I'm going to share with you four in this podcast. And they're just some of my favorite. There's some of the ones that I think you would enjoy as well. So I am not sharing everything that I learned in the retreat. There's no way that I could. Um, There's no way that I could deliver the magic that they did. But I did want to share with you a a little, you know, a few nuggets of my favorite because I know that they're going to you're going to love them as much as I do. So here are my favorite lessons that I got from the conscious lead her experience slash retreat. Number one, and this was kind of the, 
the recurring theme in conversation for the whole experience. And this was from Kelly. And I love it so much. I love how she explains this because it's so true. And for me, when I heard this, I was like, wow, I'm somebody who's very driven. I've created success in my life. I'm, you know, on the path to create, you know, I'm creating this beautiful business, but even I am, I could do this a lot better. And that is this notion of we lack vision because we lack sight. Okay. So this is from Kelly Brock. We lack vision because we lack What does that mean? So what that means is until you see what is possible for you, you can't know to ask for that, right? Until you see, or unless you just have an incredible access to source, And I I mean, I don't know how you would, how you would know to dream super big unless you see, but, but like you kind of see what I'm saying. Like, you know, if you grow up in a really small town, you never leave that town. And, you know, if you didn't have access to internet, then your big vision would be the vision of the people in that town, you know? Um, now we have access to the internet and we follow certain people. We give certain people our attention and we see what they're doing and it gives us ideas for what we can do and what we can dream for if it feels aligned for us. So you don't know what you don't know. Now, yes, we have access to internet. Yes, we have social media. We have more access to information and the lives or glimpses of lives of people and people's stories than we ever have before. It's an incredible time to be alive. But a lot of people don't do much with that information or it's very easy to not do much with that information because it's very easy to read a book or to see somebody on social media and to feel for a lot of people that that's very far removed from them. Like, oh, she's doing that because she's special or because she has this or she's that. That's not something for me. I'm just an average person. That's how a lot of people think. But when you get in the room with these doers, or it doesn't even have to be in the same literal room, but when you get in closer proximity to them, and you learn more about them, you will often see, oh yeah, she's she's very driven, but she's no different in a lot of ways than I am. She's just a human. But the difference is she's decided to dream really big and take action in bigger ways than I have so far. But if she can do it, I can do it. And then when you start seeing these examples and you start realizing that these things are more accessible than you think, you can allow yourself to dream bigger and set a bigger vision for yourself. So the way that I think about it is like we're all given a flashlight, you know, as humans, when we come onto this earth and as we grow, unless you, you've just lived this insane life where you've been around all of these incredibly successful, driven, big vision people. If you know, unless you're that, if you're most of us, you've been given a flashlight and that flashlight illuminates a small section of the world, right? You see just just a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, and a little bit in front of you. And that's where you start to set your vision. Okay, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to finish high school. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to marry a good man. Okay. Which are all wonderful. And the way that I picture it is, is when you put yourself around other doers, good, successful people, they help you illuminate the darkness. They help you see more. They help expand that vision for you so that you can see past 
what you perceived at first as your limitations or as far as you could go. And that's what happened for me at this retreat. Because I knew a little bit about Brittany, but I didn't know her full story. And it's really easy to hear the highlights of somebody, right? She's a billionaire. She owns an island. She started this foundation, right? These are all the things that I've heard about her. And it's really easy to fill in the blanks with your stuff, with your preconceived beliefs or, you know, whatever. But when I heard her story, I was so taken aback and inspired and humbled by what she's done and how she's done it. And this woman is no different than me, except for the fact that she had that vision sooner and she actually took action on it. I, before this retreat, I never would have considered doing half of the things that she's done. I never even like, it it wasn't, it wasn't part of my vision because I didn't have the sight of them. I had never seen anybody close enough that had done it to where I could consider, oh, I could do that too. And I don't know if you've experienced this, but there's been many times I've taken courses and, and I've put this in my own programs where I'm like, what's your big vision? What's your five-year vision? What's your 10-year vision? And like, I don't even know what to write on the paper. Like, okay, I want to be successful. I want to grow to my, my business to this. I want to be happy and healthy and I want to travel and I want this kind of car and I want to live in this place. And all of these things are that are fine and that are perfect to want but like almost superficial, some of them, but they lack the depth. And, and like I said, it was, it wasn't until I heard Brittany's story specifically that I was like, holy crap, I could do that. I could make that kind of impact. I could help that many people. That's when my sight was expanded. And so was my vision. So that was one of my favorite takeaways because it just, her story moved me so much and I don't want to share too much here. I mean, I know some of you already know who she is. So maybe you've already heard her story, but I would love to get her on here to share herself. So I'm working on that for you, for us, <laughs> but wow, it really, really moved me and and it left me changed. And now you know, that's why I was writing so much on the plane. I like I couldn't stop because of that. So how can you do this? By being intentional who you follow, being intentional, taking the time when you can to get at these tables, to network with these people. It, it doesn't have to be people you don't know. It could be, you know, you could start locally in, in your own town. There are movers and shakers right around you. How can you put yourself in their proximity? And if you don't have people, if you're not able to leave right now, then just being super intentional about who you're giving your time to and to to do your research on them to, again, expand your vision and then take it and ask yourself, okay, what does that mean for me? How has my vision changed now? And then you have to go for it you have to actually start taking action on it. Which leads me to my second favorite lesson from this, which is just because it's difficult doesn't mean God has closed the door. This was something that Brittany was talking about and she shared it in the context of her story. And this was what was so cool because she heard very clearly how she, her, her big vision of her life from a very young age was to help children. And she heard very clearly from source that she needed to get in real estate, which made zero sense to her. She had zero desire prior to that to get into real estate. It was not the right time to get into real estate, but she faithfully listened and went for it. 
even though her family and friends thought she was crazy. And I'm not going to give too much away of the story. But you would think when you hear something like that, or when you get a sign, or you just know in your gut, okay, this is what I need to do. You would think when you trust that, that the road just opens up, right? The path becomes clear. Things become easy. Things just fall into place one by one. And next thing you know, you've arrived, you've done the thing. But that was not her situation. And that's often not what we are going to experience either or what you have experienced. And I'm sure you're listening to this. You're like, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. Her, what she experienced after following that was struggle with a capital S. (laughs) Struggle, challenge. I mean, so many opportunities to say, I'm done. I heard it wrong. This is not for me. I'm not the one. Maybe I'll try something else. When I heard her story, I got really emotional because she shared the challenges that she endured to get to where she is now, to make the impact that that she is made now. And I got emotional because I knew that if I had faced half of those struggles, I would have given up. Maybe not now hearing that, I would hope with a bigger vision and with more awareness, but I, I, I think I would have given up if I had gone through half of what she had, like if, if that had come up, that to me, I would have been like, clearly this is God telling me it's not meant to be clearly, like if this was meant to be, it would be easier. Right. And Brittany's point was that nothing is wasted. Okay. And she can see this now in hindsight. You don't, you can't see it at the time when these challenges are happening. You're just like, what the frick? This is not cool. And that's how she felt too. It was not fun at all. But now in hindsight, she can look back And she can see that every single challenge she went through from living homeless in her car to her island being being torn apart by two category five hurricane, four or five hurricanes back to back and so much in between, she can look back in hindsight now and see how that shaped her. And how that equipped her with the skills and the mindset and the grit to move forward in what she's doing now. And had she not been through those experiences, she wouldn't be the person that she is now to handle the challenges that come her way and and the things that she has to handle now. So her point was nothing is wasted. Nothing. Everything you're going through, everything you've been through is wasted. There is a reason why. And one of the things she said also is like, don't curse the path. It's not going to be rainbows and sunshine all the time. And it's really easy to, when you face these, and I, I mean, I'm guilty of this all the time when, when you're having a crappy day or you're in a funky mood or your kid gets sick or a client is doing something or whatever, you know, to, to be like, oh, why me? Always me. You know, and, and take this victim attitude about these things and, and, and take for granted the path that you're on. And from hindsight, she said, like, don't curse the path. Everything is a blessing. And that doesn't mean that in the moment you have to take it all with a smile and that you have, that you shouldn't have emotion about it. And you shouldn't be upset or sad or angry or frustrated or however you're feeling is exactly how you should feel. But if you can take anything from this, it's the awareness that this doesn't make sense for me right now, but eventually it will. And all of this is making me stronger, better, wiser, faster, more empathetic. All the things that make a great person great. One of the things that 
blew my mind about this experience. And I've made a post about this and I've talked about it a little bit and I'll share it again here was as you can tell, I I'm so thankful that I said yes to this experience. I'm so thankful and I can't imagine having missed what I, what we all went through together and the incredible women that I met and seeing Kelly shine the way that she did and meeting Brittany and hearing her story and just like the whole thing cannot imagine having missed that. And I said, yes, and I went, but something that like really is sticking with me is this thought of how easy it would have been to say no. And it would have made sense. Because getting to this retreat, so much about this retreat and this whole experience was not convenient. Not even close. Okay. Number one, it was a it was a decent investment. Okay. Obviously. Like look, look what we experienced. So that makes sense. So that's number one. Number two traveling internationally. Number three, traveling internationally when COVID is still a thing when you travel. Number four, you know, if you have kids or a business, taking the time, arranging things, getting your partner on board, anything that you need to do in your life so that you can leave the country for four or five days. None of these things made getting to this retreat easy. So if I had just a couple of months ago, if Kelly had told me about this, my initial response, and I think this is important because not every opportunity is for you, right? Not every, like you're, we're all going to be invited and and have opportunities for many different things. And that doesn't mean that you should take every single one. All right. But when I first heard this, when Kelly first told me about this opportunity, it was my, it was one of the fastest hell yeses I've ever had. It was like a full body. I'm there. I'm there. You don't even have to tell me, stop talking. Give me the link. Where do I pay? <laughs> like, like give, I, I want the first spot. Like it was that fast. I knew I had to be there. That was day one. Okay. That was probably a month before I actually paid because she was telling me, I'm, I've been friends with Kelly for years. So we talk all the time. Um, so she was just telling me like, Hey, this is coming. Do you want a spot? I was like, yes. So it took a while for them to get like the page up and the links and all the things. So a month removed, then I had to make it official and put a payment down. So a month removed, I'm back in day-to-day life and, you know, everything. So I could have very easily been like, oh, it, it did sound cool. It sounded cool. And yeah, part of me really wants to be there. But oh, man, it's all the way in April. By the way, I think when I signed up, it was like, I don't know, September, October of last year. It was a while. Um, I was like, yeah, you know, I could have thought like, oh, it's it's so far away. I don't know what life is going to look like next year in April. Uh, again, it's like, what about COVID? What, what if our travel plans get canceled? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And any one of those would have been the perfect thing. Like nobody would have been an eyelash. Yeah, you're right. We don't know what's going on in April. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're right. That is a lot of time to take away from a business. Yeah, that is it. That is a lot to put on on Chris working from home full time and, and, you know, having crews at home as well. Like any one of those, nobody would have batted an eyelash. It would have made logical sense for me to cancel. So why am I sharing that? Because this goes along with this message that just because it's difficult doesn't mean that God has closed the door or that it's not meant for you. Because I know I have been guilty in the past of wanting to do something, but it's not convenient. So I um, like that's my excuse to say no, even though I really want to say yes. 
And I think that this is a lot easier to do. This is a lot easier to fall into the trap when this is something that isn't a luxurious retreat, right? This was a luxurious retreat. So it was a little bit, so it was a little bit easier to say yes to. But what if this was a mentorship opportunity? What if this was, you know, maybe this was an opportunity for you to get certified in something that you really want to get certified for, or I don't know, do something with your partner that you really, you know, like couples therapy, or I don't know, something that like deep down you want to do, and it's not necessarily going to be fun, like a retreat, then you really fall into the risk of ignoring that initial full body. Yes, I want this. We need this. This is going to be good for me and letting the inconveniences stand in the way as excuses to what you what could change your life. So just because it's difficult doesn't mean it's not meant for you. It's all there for a reason. Nothing is wasted. Everything is a blessing. So freaking good. Y'all, this is just, these are just little nuggets. This isn't even... <laughs> Every single thing that we learned was was this this big to me. These are just a couple of my favorites. This next lesson was from Kelly. And I loved it so much because it's so true. And this is another one that's really easy to forget and it can slow you down. And it was her message about moving exclusively forward. What does that mean? That means that you set a vision for yourself, whatever it is now, and that vision will always expand and and evolve over time. But whatever that vision is now or your goal or whatever the thing is, there's something you want. And you simply go for it. You move exclusively forward. You take steps toward that thing in that thing's direction every single day or as often as you can. So you know, one of my favorite metaphors is the travel metaphor, right? If you want to get to California and you're in Tennessee, you need to point your car west and start driving west. And don't turn around. And eventually you're going to get to California, right? You know, that's like one of my favorite metaphors. It just makes sense. And this works so well because what a lot of us do is we do set the goals. We do start moving toward it, but not exclusively. So we'll start in one day or two days. We'll, we'll be good. We're we're doing good. And then maybe like the third day we're like, ah, and we kind of get sidetracked and we kind of like go to the right a little bit, right? We zig. And then we start moving in the right direction again for a couple of days. And then we see somebody else doing something. We're like, ah, that looks cool too. And then we zag or worse. We start to change because we start moving in the direction of the thing that we want. We as people as friends, as family members, as partners, as business owners, as mentors, whatever your roles are in life, when you start moving exclusively toward the path that you or the the final destination that you ultimately want to do, you are going to start changing as a person. It could be positive or negative. So hopefully for most of us, this is going to be a positive thing. But what we do is we turn around a lot. We do a lot of back checking. We do a lot of looking over our shoulder at the people behind us, at our friends who aren't changing, maybe at our at our partner who isn't changing as much. All right. We start looking and 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 feeling guilt, maybe even embarrassment shame, just kind of weird because we are changing, but the people that we love or the people that we're around the most aren't. And it's almost like, we're like, is this okay? It's like, you see, I'm changing because like, I'm going after this thing, but is that okay with you? Is that, 
And it's this like stop and go motion. And the way that Kelly explained it is it's like, it's like trying to drive with the e-brake on. And I do this a lot. I do this a lot. Because when you start soaring, like when you get in flow in a life, in your life, and you start like really going after that thing and that lifestyle, and you really start taking care of yourself and checking your mindset and being mindful about certain things. And yeah, I mean, this can look so many different ways, but not everybody's on that path. And it can feel like you're leaving people behind. It can feel like you're, you're almost like floating around alone and everybody's looking at you like, what are you doing? I don't know. Like it's, I'm sure you can kind of understand what I'm saying though, but that constant, again, it, it's, it's the, the idea of turning around and like, and looking for permission to be the best version of you. You don't need it. Nobody can give you that. Nobody is qualified to give you that. You have to qualify yourself. So this idea is just to be mindful of that, that it's really easy to do. And it comes from a really beautiful place because we love our people and we don't want to leave people behind, but they have just as much responsibility for their own lives and their own growth as we do for ours. And we can't make people move, but we can motivate them. We can encourage them. We can lead by example. And some people will be encouraged and will start to come with you or in their own way. And some people won't. And that is their journey. And the final nugget that I had to share with you also goes along with this. Look, I created such a good flow with these little nuggets. I'm happy with myself. But this one goes along with that. And it's as you're moving exclusively forward, what that also means to go a little bit deeper into this is to act in agreement with what you want to show up. Act in agreement with what you want to show up. This was also a Kelly Brock genius nugget that I loved so much. And what she means by this is every day when you get up, you have this vision that's hopefully expanding. We know we want to take steps towards this vision, you know, every single day. So what that looks like in real life is making decisions that are in alignment with that vision that are in alignment with that goal that are in agreement with what you want to show up. This can sometimes be a lot easier said than done because some of these decisions look like going on retreats. Some of these decisions look like hiring a mentor, starting a business, sitting down to write a book, Some of these decisions, probably most of these decisions, if you have a big vision, are not going to be convenient, nor are they going to be easy in the moment, especially the first time you do them. So it's really easy to start self-sabotaging and start making different decisions that are not going to take you in the right direction. It's really easy to say, okay, well, this would be, I don't know, maybe like plan B, you know, here's, here's a decision I can make just in case this one doesn't work. So this idea of like playing not to lose versus playing to win. Okay. That that's what I would do if I was like, if I was fully committed and I believed that this was possible, but this is what I would do just in case it doesn't work. That is not acting in agreement with what you want to show up. How you create the life, the business, the love, all the things, how you create the thing that you want is to align in the frequency of it. To make decisions, to show up as that person 
who already has it, what decision would they make? So whatever your goal is, if your goal is to write a book, to write a bestseller, what decisions would somebody who is a bestseller, what decisions would they have made in this moment? That is acting in agreement with what you want to show up. And if you don't know, go get in a room, go sit at the table, go do some research. You owe it to yourself and your vision. And one of the things that Brittany said, and we've all heard this in one way or another, is if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. So this is something that comes up like as you're moving exclusively or you're attempting to move exclusively toward this life, this thing that you want, when things get hard, it's really, 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 really easy to pull the limitation card to say, well, I would do that, but I'm introverted. (laughs) I would do that, but I'm not creative. I would do that, but we have debt. Yeah, I, I, I would love to be that kind of person, but my mom raised me this way or my best friend said this or there's a troll on the internet, right? Like you're just, you're reaching for these, these things that are limiting you. Th- that doesn't mean that they're wrong. That doesn't mean that they're not true in some sense. But if you fight for them, you get to keep them and you continuing to pull that card when things get hard is you fighting for that limitation. It's you voting for it. Like, yes, that's who I am. I'm introverted. I'm broke. I'm not smart. I'm not creative. I'm not like her. I'm exactly what my parents said I was. I'm blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, that's who you get to say because you are moving exclusively toward that every time you pull that card. Ooh, that's good, huh? Oh my God, I love that. And I do it all the time, so. (laughs) You know, I say every episode, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to whoever else needs this, so I needed that. (sighs) Aren't those good? Oh man. I mean, that's just like a a morsel, a morsel of what was downloaded into my soul on this trip. Just a morsel. Can you imagine? So there's one more, there's one more nugget and I was going to share it. I I am going to share it in this episode, but I'm not going to go deep into it because I've decided I want to make this next lesson a standalone episode. It's that good. Okay. So before I say it, I'm going to preface it because it's a very strong statement and it uses a word that many of us have many different meanings around. So I just want to preface this and say, like, I want you to take this more as a metaphor than something literal. All right. And it'll make, so let's just talk about it. And like I said, I'm just, I'm going to tell you, and it's a teaser for the next episode because I want you to be excited about what's coming next week. So this, this mic drop moment came from Brittany. And when she said this, my jaw dropped because instantly, and I mean instantly, my whole body was like, holy F, that's true. Holy F, I can see, I knew instantly so many ways that that this was happening in my life. And this, this mic drop moment that I'm about to share with you, this quote, has been one of, I have it written in my bathroom right now. It's been one of the things that has kept me changed since I came home. And it is this. Satan is not trying to kill you. He's trying to make you ineffective. Okay. Satan's not trying to kill you. He's trying to make you ineffective. That is a Brittany Turner Now, like I said, we all have 
lots of stuff around the word Satan, myself included. Okay. So I don't want you to take this literal. I want you to take this metaphorically and it could be dark energy, you know, bad, dark, any, anything like however you want to take it. Maybe you take it like as Satan doesn't matter. There is, there are people, there are things that want you to win. And there are some things that would win if you lost. See what I'm saying? And that is, that's how I interpret Satan personally. So Satan's not trying to kill you, so to speak. He's trying to make you ineffective. I have so many thoughts on this. I have so many ways that I have interpreted this and that I have brought this home and have, I mean, my whole lifestyle (laughs) has been shifted because of this one mic drop. So I'm going to go super deep into this. I'm going to tell you all the things in the next episode. So stay tuned for that. If you're still with me, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this. Like I said, I don't get a commission from this trip. I just believe in it so much. I believe in Kelly Brock so much. I believe in Brittany Turner. I believe in Kesley, who again is, is Kelly's right-hand woman, just, and, and all the women that were there and that are drawn to this kind of experience. It was that good. It was that beautiful. It was that transformational. It was that healing. So if you are intrigued in any way, I'm going to link all the things in the show notes. I cannot encourage you more just to look and see what your soul tells you. It is not going to be for everybody, but if it is for you, you owe it to yourself. I love you. I will see you next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.